Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When a thing becomes a completely different thing, it's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Uh, before we get to that, though, I just watched the video because I hadn't seen it. I'd only heard it. Of the latest example of how good deep fakes have become. Uh, somebody put Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie Napoleon Dynamite. You can check it out at armstrongandgetty.com, but it is the best one of those I've ever seen, I think, and the technology is so much better than it was a year ago. I mean, yes. I, <laughs> well, as I said on the R, I found the video utterly unrecognizable as a fake. I mean, it was completely right. convincing. Well, right, and that was this is making Arnold Schwarzenegger be the Uncle Rico character in Napoleon Dynamite, which is fun but unnecessary for a damaging society standpoint. You could have the person be themselves, like Donald Trump or Joe Biden or your local mayor or whatever. You don't even need to go through the the craziness of fitting them into somebody else's hair and head. Um, you just need to have them saying something loathsome <laughs> and uh, and try to ruin them. Uh, it's, I, I don't know how we're going to deal with this as a society. But anyway, check it out, the latest at armstrongandgetty.com. So we talked about this the other day on the radio show. They are actually teaching at many of the top journalism schools in America, that ob- objectivity is bad. And that's why, antiquated. I, that's why I said when a thing becomes a completely different thing, it's like, I don't know, what would be a good analogy for this? Um, TV repairmen, you're no longer going to repair televisions. You're going to deliver mail. I mean, it's like becoming a completely different thing. If journalists aren't going to try to bring you the truth, but they're going to try to bring you information to back their argument, it's just a different business. 
Yeah, and their their arguments are fancier than that, but they're uh, full of weasel words and twisted meanings and that sort of thing. You know, the, that, the false equivalence of, uh, well, we've got to bring you both sides. Well, no, no, nobody's expecting you to say, on the other hand, here are the Nazis' uh, reasons for wanting to get rid of the Jews. Nobody's asking for that n- and never have. So stop pretending that that's what objectivity, quote-unquote, objectivity is. So Bill Maher was talking about it on his show the other night, and he had New York Times columnist Brett Stevens on. Here's a little of that. I have a uh, newspaper man here today, so I thought I would ask a little bit about what's going on in journalism because I saw something that I thought was rather groundbreaking in the Washington Post. Your competitor over there from the New York Times, Leonard Downey, he used to be, I think, the executive editor there. Okay, he wrote an editorial about objectivity, which I thought, again, was kind of a sea change. I mean, objectivity, I remember in the past, always was something that was, of course, impossible to obtain in journalism. But I never remember anybody saying we're not trying. If you got accused of not being objective, they would say, well, we're humans. Of course we are. We try. We get as close as we can. We can't help it if some bleeds it. Now, apparently, new journalism is we don't even try and we're not trying. We don't think that's a goal. Uh, He said the reason he said the standard was dictated, talking about objectivity, over decades by male editors in predominantly white newsrooms. So that may be, I'm sure, true. But so the concept of activity should go. Are we not throwing the baby out with the bathwater here? If he were to get his way, that would be not just the end of any serious journalism in the United States. I think it would be the end of the United States. I mean, this is... What? Let me explain for a second (laughs) what what I mean. That's dramatic. Hang on a second. Because what it means is that truth is whatever you claim it is. Truth is whatever your lived experience is. Truth is whatever your narrative is. No, actually, that's not the truth. And newspapers exist to at least seek a standard of accuracy and truthfulness. That is not what Bill or any of you in the audience happen to think it is. Well, I'm closer in agreement with uh, Brett Stevens there that I think it would be the end of the United States than Bill Maher's shock at that. But let's hear a little more. What he's what he's talking about is a trend in newsrooms, which is, I think, incredibly damaging. And all this business. Well, you know, it was white guys who got on the bandwagon of objectivity. What exactly does that mean? So anything that a white guy happened to have come up with at some point in time is therefore suspect. Let's throw out the, the polio vaccine because it was a pair of white guys who, who came up with that. How about, how about Einstein's theory of relativity no longer holds because Einstein was manifestly white? Listen, I hope no other newspaper takes that advice. We need objective standards of yes. truth. The way we understand the truth is like building a cathedral brick by brick, fact by fact, until you have a picture. Right, and we have the op-ed page for For opinions. opinions. Uh, How many times can we say the same thing over and over again, but just things keep happening that I didn't think were possible in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. So many things. Well, the fact that the uh, indictment of objectivity began and ended with, and I read the editorial that he's talking about, uh, it began and ended with established by white males. That was the indictment. There's no reasoning as to why that is so tainted that the very idea of objectivity is so married to those people's particular point of view that it cannot exist outside of their being in a newsroom is just a bizarre notion. 
Yeah, well, that's the the, uh, the at least the article I read about it, where it was uh, the guy who runs Columbia School of Journalism and a couple of other your elite journalism schools. Their, their argument was maybe it was rooted in the white guy thing, but their argument was just no, no, no. We you need it needs to be competing narratives and the made the best narrative win. They see it as like a debate, an ongoing debate. And why would you attempt to have objective journalism when you're, you're you've taken one side in a debate? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I thought that question had been answered through uh, quite a long period of really great journalism, but uh, apparently not. Wild. <clears throat> and um, I so they're arguing that there's no space for here's what's actually happening as complete a view as possible. Uh, here's what the the two sides are saying with with the ability to say, and this side is evil in this way, and here's why we think so. But that there's no there's no room for that. I'm trying to think. There's another great example we've talked about recently of this phenomenon where maybe we're just recognizing what is and has been for a while. Why don't we just say it out loud? Maybe it's like uh, when Rush Limbaugh said out loud, Republicans don't care about fiscal conservatism <laughs> because it was true. I mean, all their indications mm-hmm. were they don't. Um, maybe this is a similar sort of thing. We've all been seeing so much bias in news coverage from the biggest media. Why don't we just, because they were making an argument, why don't we just come out and say it out loud finally? We're not trying to be objective. We're trying to make an argument for our side. You make an argument for your side. We'll see who wins. So maybe we're just calling what already is, is. Um, maybe that's just what's happening. Well, I'm going to throw aside morality then and, and cuddle up to Satan like I'm on the Grammy Awards or something and and say this then, is as a, as a, I will literally be the devil's advocate doesn't claiming your objective give you cover for making your uh, point of view more palatable to people? If you walk in and say, I'm here to con you out of your money, you're not going to con anybody out of their money. <laughs> what are you doing, Jim? Well, I'm going to shake hands with you and then try to slip your watch off your wrist. <laughs> yeah, you right. Do <laughs> so what, aren't you better off as an advocate claiming you're not an advocate? Well, it's interesting. Yeah. Yes, Michael. But does being fair and balanced sell? I think that's the biggest problem is the business model. Well, right. I mean, there there are a number of people that have tried to do it and not made much money at it. CNN kind of claims they're trying to do it sometimes. And because they're not clearly a lane enough, it's, it's been killing them. Whereas MSNBC and Fox have done a good job of being a brand. People yeah. know what they're going to get. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that is it, Michael. I don't know. I jeez, that seems crazy. Absolutely seems crazy to me. But remember when we had Laura Logan on, formerly of Sixty Minutes, and she said, "I read the New York Times, and I can't uh, story in the New York Times, and I can't come across a single fact." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just maybe it's just been that way for a while. Now the the the, the biggest schools of journalism are just saying out loud, "Yeah, that's where that's what we're going to teach now," because that seems to be the coin of the realm. Well, and indeed, if their main mission is to get their students' jobs, maybe it's the right strategy. Right. Yeah, exactly. Nobody wants fairness. So Wake how, up. So what would you be your recommendation for someone who wants to take in the news of the day, assuming you want to know what's actually going on? Some people don't want to know what's actually going on. They want to hear a pleasing version of what's going on that makes their side seem right and good and the other side seem bad and evil. 
That's what a lot of people want. I hope, yes. hopefully not a majority of people. But, uh, well, first of all, that. Do you think a majority of people want to hear what's, that their side is good and right and the other side is bad and wrong? They'd prefer that. Uh, yes, whether they uh, admit it or not, yes. Okay, well then. I don't we... know how big a majority, but a uh, majority. A majority. Okay, well then what are we doing here? What, 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 what are we trying to do? Why are we even pointing this out? Why aren't we just getting on the bandwagon? The, uh, the gravy train with biscuit wheels. Why are we not doing that? Well, it's uh, there's not no market for reasonable objectivity. Just but, not as big. So if your goal is to get up every day and actually know what's going on, what do you think is the best way to approach it? Mm, pick a couple of moderate-ish sources, one on the left and one on the right, and check those. And, use, and you have to use your brain. Or do a constant scan of kind of around the ideological circle. But that takes too much time for normal people. Right. And it's you, tough. And it's you do, a real challenge. And you do have to use your brain. If you see things that don't make sense, don't add up. You have to think, okay, well, that doesn't make sense. Maybe I better dig a little further on that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But again, it's very time consuming. Yep. Yeah, that's what they're counting on also. Fantastic. Yeah, well, we're doomed. It was a good run. If crap sells, sell crap. That's been our motto for years. Amen to that. Well, I guess that's it. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.